Shall we uh, move on from the present day to the past? Midden's Advent rides again. There's some loot. No, it's Midden's Advent. Mm. We are we are now we are now you are now listening to Midden's Advent. This is a harpsichord <laughs> version of ginseng. Yeah, ginsus. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. It, it is. It is. I, uh, Earl Riley. Uh, creating an illuminated manuscript for you from an undisclosed uh, fortified house. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, Riley, I'm going to stop you right there because if you're an Earl, you're paying someone to do that. Like, get your, get your facts straight. Ma- maybe he just doesn't like to delegate. Yeah, how about this? It's, it, is, it, is, it is I, the scribe of Earl Riley, there you go. Uh, transcribing this from an undisclosed fortified manor house. Uh, I am here joined uh, by all of your scrolls are behind the paywall. I'm, I'm here joined by uh, by by Nate Debethe, uh laterally of um, a, a conditary mercenary company. Yeah. <laughs> I, R- Riley, I appreciate your long and storied career as a guilds consultant, but I feel as though we're not we're not at a correct station to be talking about these things. <laughs> uh, and of course, mm. we have um, we have we have Milo Milo. What Milo? What would you be in the world of Midden's Advent? Uh, I, I I would be uh, a sort of a court, a, a, an itinerant court jester. Mm, I was going to say I was thinking, I was thinking of the, the, the like the witty and horny troubadour. We have we have fair maidens cannot resist the jingle of the bells upon his cat. <laughs> <laughs> we, we also we also have uh, uh, Alice Alice de Caldwell Kelly. Yeah, uh, tomorrow nuncle. A travel who is a traveler from a distant and antique land who will share stories of the god Termagant with us. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, Riley, I'm having a hard time picking. Like, who who do I? Which side of my family do I want to side with? Do I want to be like the the uh, the oft the oft punished and incredibly complicit in slavery down the road Huguenot side, or do I want to be the constantly getting punished by the czar because they saw the Northern Lights Jewish side? Like, mm. which should it be? <laughs> and of course, uh, yeah. we are, I'm afraid the, um, the other traveler from the mystic and distant land cannot join us today, but we are also joined by Eleanor Yanaga, a commentator on current events. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um... I I really don't even have a witty comeback. I was just kind of like reflecting in my head. I'm like, well, you know, what would I be in the medieval pe- period? And the answer is a peasant. I'd be a fucking peasant. Mm, Although yeah. I I just I just have a vision of myself just lying perfectly face down in a ditch <laughs> and just like yeah. Yep. Well, actually, same, Eleanor, same if you know I'm doing what you now. know now, you'd be a fortune teller. You'd be able to like predict true, all events. True, true, true. <laughs> you know, um, and I do have a, a part of my family. You know, not enough that I'm going to like Elizabeth Warren it and go around uh, saying that I am one, but a uh, part of my Czech family are Sinti uh, Roma, and so you know, like there, there could have been there some fortune telling going on at some point in time. A little bit of fortune telling, yeah. you know, the occasional pogrom, you know. Pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. just spice things up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. I've decided I'm I'm not uh, an Earl's scribe. I'm actually personally uh, a Spathero Candidatos. Um, <laughs> I've it is one of the sort of middle ranking non eunuch officials of the Byzantine court. I've been getting really into Byzantine bureaucracy recently, just because I find it like 
probably pretty. <sighs> well, we pretty... let him play Crusader Kings one time. <laughs> no, it's it's after the conversation with Patrick. I keep thinking about um how uh like the the ossification of just bureaucracies that exist to perpetuate themselves for their own sakes and so on are going to be sort of increasingly relevant in a time of massive massive inequality and uh and 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 uh cross-cutting loyalties as empires collapse i mean i Hmm. think that this is also a wonderful time to celebrate the uh eastern roman empire as i like to call it in all its glory uh because it is uh orthodox easter today you know christmas fantasy everybody yeah hey hey he is spicy yeah uh, you go. Although by the time oh, you're yeah. listening, by the time you're listening to this, it will have been Orthodox Easter a few days ago. <laughs> yeah, um, he is he is risen and he has been banned from the new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but by the time you're listening to this, it may well be Ramadan, and so the you have the rise and fall of Constantinople perfectly embodied there. We, <laughs> so just, uh, we, take, we take your Easter and we just build a mosque on top of it. So, El- Eleanor, yes. I'm, I'm going to start asking you about some medieval stuff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, or medieval, or perhaps early modern, or even late antique, which is going to span hundreds and hundreds of years. Because af- ever since our episode with Patrick, I've been thinking more and more about uh, the transformation of large polities into small polities. Mm-hmm. And since we did that, lots of different subnational entities in the US and UK, so the different state compacts in the states, as well as Scotland in the UK, are taking radically different. Um, approaches that are incompatible with their federal uh, levels to the um, to coronavirus, mm-hmm. and I wanted to know, first talk about uh, state formation and how you how you see that as having any sort of historical parallels as in the medieval era or before or even shortly after different political entities would disintegrate and form facing different pressures. Yeah, so I mean, I think uh, so. My area of expertise uh, geographically. In the medieval period is the Holy Roman Empire because uh, it rules. Uh, um, that's, you know, uh, a technical term. Uh, and, uh, so one of the things that's really... It rules the papal states. It does. And I mean, one of the things that's really interesting about it is what that means and what it is is constantly in flux, right? So you've got a lot of different, like, kingdoms and principalities within what the Holy Roman Empire is um, that move around. Uh, and then you've also got the most important ones within that who are the prince electorates, right? So you've got uh, your three bishops and your four various kind of like counts to princes to kings, depending on what time you get Bohemia uh, in there. And they all get to sort of, quote unquote, elect the emperor and then, you know, the pope gets involved. So the thing that's really interesting, and I think I was ranting all this about about this on Twitter the other day. I mean, well, I, I don't think I know because it's like, if it's been a month, I'm ranting about the Holy Roman Empire on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, someone was sharing that there's this map, right, that kind of does the rounds of 16th century Holy Roman Empire that shows all the various tiny little principalities that are um, a part of it. And it's very confusing to us because we kind of go, oh, look, this little principality actually is three pieces is in all these different places. And everyone goes, what a stupid fucking empire. Oh, I can't believe that this empire ever existed. Why would it ever be like this? And it's kind of like, it's sort of like if we were to break down a map of America now and try to look at every kind of boundary line for a Congress person, right? Like, Uh, Yeah, there's a whole lot of like smaller polities within that that are controlled by a like a a lower level individual, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like for the we have this tendency to see things in you know 
our own times and we are kind of like poisoned by the concept of empire of course i'm talking about an empire here but we're like oh yeah well the only reason that a country is good is if it's extremely big and it takes up an entire continent like oh if it if it takes up the entire continent out of australia then that is a perfect sense making country that yes we can all agree on but if it follows you know a, a small conglomeration of people and maybe their linguistic line then it makes no sense and it's like mm. well why is one of those things necessarily better well, we're than the other? We're, we're back to we're back to paradox games again. We're back to the idea of border gore and like nice clean maps where everything's the same color. Mm-hmm. And like, mm. ask our friends in Pakistan and India how that works out. You know, like mm-hmm. there is this tendency to just go, oh well, if you can have a nice straight line, then that's always better. Um, and it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense. Um, we do know though that within you know these particular parts of the Holy Roman Empire, there is. We can't really say, like, nationalism because there isn't really the sort of sense of, like, we are necessarily a nation in one place or another. Um, I can say that my people, uh, the Czechs, are an interesting one because they have, um, you'll be surprised to learn, an axe to grind against uh, German speakers really early on. Uh, and, uh, I mean, a lot of people do, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, and it can be confusing if we're reading sort of like late medieval, early modern things written by Czechs, because they will talk a lot about, um, you could translate it as the nation, because they'll say, oh yeah, like uh, the Czech Yazik. Um, but Yazik can also mean tongue or language. So it's like when we look at that and say, oh, well, they're talking about nationalism, they're talking about the Czech nation. Uh, that's one thing. But they could also just be like, no, we're talking about Czech speakers, uh, which, you know, the Hussites famously do a lot of uh, war and religion based on that later. So there is kind of... Weirdly, there's loads of passages about just going around Prague offering girls wallets of silver <laughs> coins to come back to my pub. <laughs> Thank you.